The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, Farlanders. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust. Episode 810 of the series. Episode 810. That's right. What is this little mini monument we've we've placed here from the last episode? The mini monument from the Equal Justice Initiative charity goal being met. We raised over the $4,200 goal. And we're up to $5,024.99 over at farlanserbus.com for this here, the 810th episode of Farlanserbus being recorded live on Twitch. Let me grab some supplies here really quick, if Wolfie will let me and stop pushing me around. Uh, being recorded live on Twitch, but then coming out on YouTube and uh, the podcast publishing and all that other stuff for your Thursday, December 24th, 2020. The Eve. That's it. Uh, <laughs> woo! Skeletna residue. Mmm. Freebies. I'll take them. Not the bones, though. I don't need those. Um, and yeah, we're continuing to the Far Lands here in Minecraft Beta 173 as we have been for nearly 10 years as we were amazed to realize in the last episode. Uh, both amazed and somewhat horrified a little bit, to be honest. But let's try to make our way over this cliff face here. Oops, hello. Indeed. So yeah, farlandsorbus.com. Even though we've met the goal, we're obviously still accepting uh, and encouraging even donations to the Equal Justice Initiative. A great cause to get behind, and we have been behind here uh, for, for quite a while. Oh, whoa, whoa, run away, run away. I don't know where it is, but I'm not stopping to find out. Ha! <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Yep, Wolfie is fine too, even though he took some damage there. Woo! Woo! For a minute there, I forgot. I forgot how to Minecraft. I heard that noise and I'm like, snakes! <laughs> Why is there a snake in these bushes? Um, no, no, that was a creeper somewhere. Was trying to do us a murder. Uh, but a murder he did not. Couldn't... The creepers can't handle this... The jitteriness. But I was... I was born into it, forged in it. This place, though, that we've ended up in is very, very unique. A lot of floaty bits, pointy bits, cliffy bits. Very neat. Um, so yeah, farlandsabus.com is what I was trying to say, where you can donate. And when you donate, as little as five dollars, even. You can ask a question. Um, you don't have to ask a question, but ask a question that I'll add to the list here. Oh. Give me a topic, opinion, 
current event, anything, uh, and I'll I'll be thankful for your suggestions and for for giving me topics upon which to talk about for another 810 episodes, hopefully. Wolfie thinks so. In a deed. What was that? What was I gonna say? Oh, I missed. I mostly. Well, I definitely missed the the peak. Is it a peak? Uh, the peak of the conjunction between Jupiter and Saturn, because that was on Monday, and it was very, very rainy and cloudy on Monday. Here, there was actually a lot of like flooding and stuff. Got some record rains. I don't know if they were record rains, but sure, let's call them record rains. Um, so no, no peak conjunction for me. But I did make it out yesterday uh, to somewhere that I have a low western horizon. There were still some low clouds, uh, but I was able to peek it through my binoculars. My very crappy... I don't even think... they're like 5x binoculars, so they're not even that, like, great. Um, and, okay, yeah, it looked like two little, <laughs> two little stars right next to each other. Um, I think it definitely... Might have been more interesting to see through a telescope, but I wasn't ready to figure out the whole telescope deal and then, you know, find out that it's too cloudy. And then there were like a bunch of people. A bunch of people started showing up at that same... This is the same spot that uh, we went and saw the uh, the comet. Uh, that was about a few months ago. Um, and then like a bunch of people started showing up and I was... I was there, I just, I was driving around the, the Datsun because I haven't in a while. Um, and I'm like, nope, this is too much. Too many people, gotta go, leaving. Did I gain magical powers? I couldn't because it was, I was not there at the peak. It was a day, a day late. It was a day too late to gain magical powers. Um... So yeah, saw it for a brief bit, and I've seen all... Here's the thing, and maybe I'm the only one, but a lot of these pictures I'm seeing on Twitter of people posting of the conjunction, I feel like a lot of the most viral ones are very fake. <laughs> like, I'm like, that looks a lot like what it looks like in... Stellarium or enter other astronomy software here. Like, I don't think that's like as somebody who looks through telescopes and knows what objects look like, I'm like, hmm, hmm, I don't know. But I don't care to try to point that out or anything like that. But shenanigans, I say. That's always the case. That's always the case. Whenever there's like somebody sees a, a, a large uh, bull-eyed meteor uh, or, or something is reported, like the same three images get circulated. Oh yeah, this guy took a picture of it here, but it's like from a meteor from like 2003 or something like that. Um, that happens so much, so very much, um, that I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it behind or above, through, around. I wouldn't put it in the general vicinity 
of anybody not doing that around this as well. Uh, but yeah, I uh, the one the one thing, one person I was like out there with my binoculars trying to see, and then some lady like started walking towards me, and I'm like hastily putting on my mask. Uh, stay away, disease. Um, she's like, are you here to see the Christmas star? <laughs> and I, <laughs> a person of, of, of vast sociability and, and kindness said, oh, you mean the planets? <laughs> and the look on her face, she wanted to roll her eyes very much so. It was the look of somebody really trying hard not to let their eyes very obviously roll. <laughs> oh, that was great. That was a good time. And I'm like, yeah, it should be out in that direction. And, you know, oh, I, it was so sad. It was so cloudy yesterday. I'm like, yep, okay, bye. Keep your distance. Bye. <laughs> uh, and then it was also funny whether it was with the... Uh, the comet earlier or the or this the you know Jupiter and Saturn uh, everybody suddenly going oh look I see it I see it oh yeah there it is but it's an airplane like with their landing lights on and I'm like that's not it that's not even remotely in the, the nearby place uh, but I don't tell them I'll let them figure it out as it starts to move towards them um, so yeah that was I mean it's a bit disappointing but also, I don't know, it's, it's too cold. It's very cold as well. I haven't, I, I've, I've, I've grown weak compared to when I was part of the astronomy club in Illinois, winter observing, having to worry about frost on your telescope. You don't want to, you don't want to stand so still that frost develops on your telescope. Am I right? Y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. You don't want a frosty telescope. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I also had like, yeah, that's one of the things I'm like, do I need the telescope that I have anymore? <laughs> Not really. I should probably sell it in exchange for various automobile parts and supplies. Um, it's also from Seattle. It's very low on the horizon like the sun as i've mentioned is setting there it like goes <laughs> like that's what the sun does so at the same time uh, saturn and jupiter barely ever get above the horizon either which makes it more difficult because there's so many hills and trees and stuff around here uh they're never high enough in the sky uh, to uh you know if you do see them you're not going to be able to observe them for too long because they're so low and they set too soon. Uh, feels like four hours of sunlight a day, isn't it? Like almost oh. that? <laughs> uh, well, let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. <laughs> and a frosty scopesness. Frosty scopes. That's my stripper name. Another creeper! Um, let's. Oh, I've used all my boats. Dang it. Hold on. Sp 
Speaking of stripper names, Uncle Scientist asked... <laughs> uh, why do any of you still... Just anything. Uh, Uncle Scientist asks, with their donation, which, if any, of the many James Bond films have you seen? If any, which ones are the best and why? They're inviting some sort of thesis here. If not, what genre of film would you like to see be more popular? Are the James Bonds popular anymore? I mean, I guess they're, they've become blockbustery, I suppose, recently, like many other franchises. franchises. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've seen the recent ones. Um, I don't know. I don't think I've seen, like, all the way through many of the old ones. I saw, like, most of the Pierce Brosnan ones. Just because that was, like, around the time I was in high school and, like, going to movies was really the only time you can get any sort of autonomy away from being in home or at, at school or whatever. Uh, so I remember the Pierce Brosnan ones. But I don't think I've, I've, I've seen, aside from, like, random amounts of clips and scenes from the, like, original classic, quote-unquote, uh, Sean Connery and whatever uh, 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 films. Um, so yeah, I don't know. They're like okay, I guess. They're okay. They did like they did get wrapped up in the like every movie is now dark uh, with the uh, the recent guy. You know, the guy who was in the Tomb Raider movie. <laughs> um, that guy. I'm surprised he's doing another one. Or has done another one. What are movies anymore, honestly? Um, Daniel Craig, thank you. Yeah, that's the only thing I remember. The first movie you ever saw him in was the original Tomb Raider movie with Angelina Jolie. You're like, well, that guy's never going to be seen again. He's the side character in a video game movie. But no, no. Um, he's a good actor. I mean, he was good in Knives Out. Um, that was a good movie. I think this will be his... Yeah, I, th I, I thought the last Bond movie was going to be his last Bond movie because I think he's sick of making them. Um... Yeah, no, I, I don't have any strong opinions about any of them. Or which is the best or not. Um, uh, I, yeah, I... I, uh, I don't... I don't think I have any... I don't... I can't... I honestly can't even... Like, if you showed me a scene... From one of them, I couldn't tell you which of the many movies that scene was from, just because they kind of blend together, I think. Um, yeah. And then I also will get them confused with the Mission Impossible movies. Um, so no, I don't, I don't think I could do any of that. I'm afraid, Uncle Scientist.
Um, yeah, and all the original ones are very cheesy. Very cheesy. Um, just in both the story and the characters and the effects, you know, the that those 70s effects. Um, you know, that's what the whole Austin Powers stuff was kind of based on. Uh, and then you look at those and you're like, well, Austin Powers was actually more reasonable. Uh, <laughs> hey, I know, I, I, like I'm trying to even, I can't, I can't even think. Of what it could possibly be any of the answers to any of those questions. What genre would you like to see become more popular? Good movies. Good original, non-episodic or sequel, serialized franchises. We've all kind of lost <laughs> that, I think. Uh, what with the, your, uh, your Avengers and your um, Chargers and your Dodge Neons. <laughs> um, Yeah. Man, I haven't seen any movies recently, have I? Nobody has, right? Um, so yeah, the next question, though, another very important topic, from Keysky, Quaysky, since you just streamed YouTube Red on Twitch, they're referring to, uh, I can't do that voice, uh, for the whole thing, uh, how I, I made bread I made bread on Twitch. I made bread. Loaf bread. Um, since you just streamed YouTube bread on Twitch, in which... Oh, dang. Boats going all way and getting used by me. In which orientation? In which orientation do you eat your sandwiches? From the bottom, which is squarish, or from the top, that is roundish. What? <laughs> um, vertically, yes. From the center, outward. Uh, this is a strange question, because specifically, the bread maker bread has no top or bottom. It is not beholden to any of your constricting dimensional predilections. Because it, it, it bakes vertically. Uh, assuming, yeah, I'm, yeah, there's the, the classic loaf, I'm assuming is what they're going for. Like it's been baked in a loaf pan, so there's much like a uh, much like a cupcake or something there's there's the nub there's the stump and then there's the top which has ballooned over the top of the uh whoa okay hold on a minute <laughs> that uh woo 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 <laughs> i i wouldn't have died from that fall but it would have hurt um, 
so the bread, the top, the top explodes out of the pan. Um, whew. Um, I don't, I, I don't think I pay attention. I don't think I, like, make any choice to do so. I'm trying to get a look at what I, oh, that was like, that was off there, wasn't it? Or something. Weird. So yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, it's not a, it's not a choice that I make. I do cut my sandwiches in half, because as you all know, lifting an entire sandwich is too heavy. So that's why they invented cutting sandwiches in half. Um, however, the bread machine bread is very big. So I only make one slice and then slice it in half and then it becomes my sandwich. Uh, if that makes any sense. It's, it's, it's a very, very large loaf. Rectangles. I do a rectangle cut. Uh, with, with ham and lettuce and tomato, doing a diagonal like the little, the thin, the, the acute angles of the triangle, uh, they're not structurally sound enough. Especially also with gluten-free bread. Uh, anybody who knows gluten-free bread is a bit, uh, is a bit lacking in the structural integrity. So it's got to be a, a rectangle straight through cut if I am to cut a sandwich in half. Grilled cheese, however, that's a diagonal cut because that is much more optimal for dipping into various soups and um, situations and the cheese itself acts as a polymer to uh, to hold up the the very fine edges of your triangular sandwich cut <laughs> could i speak with any larger words yes yes i could um, so yeah, let's make another elevated hidey hole here. Science! And continue in the morning. And awakeness. And continuing westness. Cone Dodger with a donation and a question asks ever had a bad neighbor you had to avoid in fact have you ever actually talked to any neighbors <laughs> um no and minimally no um remember the neighbor's garage door I mean, I had bad neighbors in the dorms in college just because college kids are all stupid and dumb and stupid, uh, like myself included. But like, yeah, with like loud music and parties happening at 3 a.m. and uh, weekdays every weekday and putting their laundry into the dryer when you're using the dryer just so they can cheese off of your quarters and stuff like that. Good times, good times. College is great. Everybody go to college. Um, 
But uh, as far as like real people, <laughs> real life, um, yeah, that the garage door people were interesting because we were on the second floor. We were the second floor unit in this condo situation. They weren't too bad. It was a weird. It, it was like an older lady and like three or four of her college-age sons or something, and they were loud sometimes, but it wasn't too bad. Um, in Arizona, didn't really talk to too many people. Like, the neighbors next door helped us move in, but, like, they had little kids, and they... Yeah, that was weird. Um... So, yeah, there wasn't much talking beyond that. Um, and then here, I mean, at my old place, the neighbors were an older couple, and they had a dog and a cat. And then one time, they let their cat out, and Juno chased it up a tree. So that was fun. <laughs> um... I tell you what, once they moved out, whoever bought it decided, and I mentioned this many times, decided, these are like, I think these were built in like 2013, 2014 or whatever, decided to like completely gut the place and were doing all this construction and banging on walls and stuff all orders of the nights. But at that point I'd already decided to move here in with the girlfriend regardless. But that was annoying. No, I don't think I've ever had like... Bad neighbors. Really. I don't know why Cone isn't here to speak for himself. I don't know if he's referring to his tomato neighbor. Uh, he, doesn't, he really doesn't have many neighbors. He's out in the sticks. But uh, I know the tomato neighbor exists. Um, maybe he's the bad neighbor. He's the one with all the trucks and loud... Nissans and stuff, I don't know. <laughs> Ooh! That's a spawner. Um, here, here the people are annoying when they have fireworks. Around New Year's and 4th of July. Then they can go suck a lemon. Um, but otherwise they're okay with their daily power washing <laughs> every night. I don't know what that's about. Um, but yeah, no, not really talking to any of them. At all. <laughs> um, no, I don't really, don't really talk to neighbors. Not a, not a neighborly person. The first apartment I lived in by myself didn't talk to anybody. There was a weird guy who lived across the hall who I never talked to. Maybe, like, nodded if I ran into them or something like that. But when I was moving out, they were like, oh, you're moving out? And I'm like, yep. And he's like, oh. And they, like, seemed super sad. And I'm like, I don't even know your name. You don't even know my name. We've never spoken. But they were, like, bummed out that I was moving out. I had lived there for only a year. That was weird. But again, they were an unusual individual. 
Um, so no. Not, I mean, no. I'm, I'm trying to think of like super bad neighbor stories or anything, but I got, I got none. Maybe you were quieter than most neighbors. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. It's possible. Man, that was a weird place to live, too. Like, it was just a weird place. It was a condo that I was renting. It was like $800 a month. Remember when condos, one-bedroom condos, were $800 a month? But it had, like, the longest shag carpeting throughout. One of the bedrooms was painted a very dark purple by the previous tenants. The guy who owned it was nice enough. Um, it had a detached garage that was like falling apart. Um, yeah, that was just like a weird, very tiny bathroom. I, like, it's one of those things that's like I almost forget, like, oh yeah, I did live in that place for like a year. Huh. <laughs> Indeed. Finally here we have some questions from an anonymous donor. They donated $15, so they get three questions, is, is their reasoning here. <laughs> um, okay. You get to choose a super fancy outfit for a day on the town. A day, not a night. We don't go out, out at night. Uh, for a day on the town. Describe this outrageous look. A super fancy, super fancy outfit. Super fancy. Ah, uh, super fancy. <laughs> I don't like, uh, like I own a suit. Would it not just be a suit? Is a car an outfit? <laughs> yes, can I wear a car? Uh, <laughs> in that case, there's this fine Jaguar I've been keeping an eye on. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I, I got nothing outrageous. Maybe a nice suit. I never owned a nice top coat. To put over a suit. I don't know. Um, ah, dang, dang boats. Use a lot of boats. That's at least like nine boats I've used. Since I'm making them in sets of three. Math! Um, careful there, Wolfie. Yeah. I'm also not that, like, much into... Fashion and style stuff anymore. Next question. If you had to choose to make an outfit out of food, raw meat has already been done, what is your food of choice? Um, hmm. Me being trying to be all practical is like what would actually like hold up and provide warmth <laughs> and I'm like thinking of various leafed vegetables and things. 
Bags of sun chips. Yes. Um, bread man. I am bread man. Pizza crusts. Pizza crusts. Pretty good. Um. I don't know. Pizzas. I mean, as long as they're not super hot, I guess. Um. Raw meat has already been done. Does anybody know about the raw meat suit? Um. Food of choice. Pizzas. I mean, bread would be all right. But pizzas, I think, would be... Oh, Lady Gaga? Y'all know how much I keep up with current cultural events and topical situations such as those. Um, corn? <laughs> just, just, I just need one. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I need is one one year of corn and I'm set. Ah, uh, um, <laughs> I think pizzas would be unique. You gotta, that, I mean, it'd be problematic if the pizzas have all the toppings and stuff as they would slide off. So at least the pizza crusts. All right, I gotta, I gotta find a, find a hidey hole upon which to dig. Um, yeah, like I, I'm thinking like something like chocolate armor or something like that, but it better be like cold out or else I'm just gonna melt. Whoa, Gavel Wolfie, you dingus, you dang noodle. There you go. Mm, Chicago or New York style pizza? I mean, Chicago would be like for the hat, right? Um, finally, finally, they say delicious. They're responding to my questions as I answer them from having asked them. Delicioso. Uh, now, what? Oh, now what dinner will you cook out of that outfit? Oh, I see. I see. They're looking for... I'm looking at, like, finished meals as outfits. They're just... They want raw materials, such as raw meat. Um, so, yeah, in that case, pizza crusts, various cheeses. I only need one pepperoni. Um, not sliced yet, though. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know where we're going to put the tomato sauce, though, I gotta say, that might be problematic. <laughs> ah, this is a children's show. Man, I feel like that could work. I feel like that could work. Speaking of crusts... <laughs> Um, <laughs> use your imagination. No, I made, uh, I hope I made correctly. We're going to do a, uh, a savory pie for, uh, Christmas Day here with the girlfriend. A chicken and leek pot pie. And I pre-made the gluten-free 
pastry crust. And I think I did it right. It was kind of a weird recipe, but it was similar to how I've made pie crusts in the past. You chop up the butter and you keep it cold and you smash it between all the dough or the, the flour and stuff and then fold it over and roll it out and put it back in the fridge so the butter doesn't melt. I've learned so much from the Bake Off show. So hopefully that works out fine. Or it could be a complete disaster. I'll let you know. Um, so yeah. I, I, I'm letting you know right now that this has been episode 810 of Far Lands or Busts. Thank you very much for watching. I hope you all have a good holiday if that's a thing you're doing. Uh, and I hope you have a good uh, weekend and rest of your week if it's not. Or whatever you're up to. And uh, yeah. Thank you so much for watching. Farlandsandbust.com is where you can keep donating and keep asking such unique, original, thought-provoking questions as what dinner will you cook out of your food clothes? <laughs> um, and that would be much appreciated, obviously, to help out the charity most of all. Uh, you can also get those last-minute tax deductions in. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'll see you in the next one. Thank you so much for watching. My name is Kurt. As I've already said, I will see you next time. Snakes! <laughs>